0: You know, call making for me has always been about the ducks. Now, it's about the ducks, honkers, specs, and our culture. To me, the culture of waterfowl hunting is about our shared values, respect, beliefs, traditions, knowledge, and it's that underlying sense of connection that all waterfowlers share. This is the Ducklander Podcast, and I'm Bobby Hayes. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are on podcast number seven believe so. I couldn't remember, and TC told me what podcast we're on. So, this is the Ducklander Podcast, and I have a buddy with me today. His name is TC, and he is, I guess you say part owner or owner? Uh, I'm a partner in Bluestem Waterfowl, Saskatchewan. All right. So, I have known TC since he was 15 or 16. 15 or 16, yeah. And I believe, did I meet you in Oklahoma, or did I meet you at trade shows? I think we met in Oklahoma for the first time, I believe. Okay. I cannot remember. And then we
1: just, I mean, since I was around the trade shows, I'd see you there. Yeah. And that's how we kind of kept the friendship going.
0: So, would you consider yourself a comp caller? Uh, or would you consider yourself somebody that has done calling contests? Man,
1: I mean, I have won the Oklahoma State contest. I've blown the world's contests. I mean, a very... I if somebody I asks me... I
0: hate, I hate to take away from the guys that... Well, if somebody asked me, I wouldn't say you're a comp caller. Yeah, I would say a guy you were that's somebody in contest. Yeah, you were yeah, that's probably that's probably how okay. I put it myself because I don't remember you traveling to all of them. No, I yeah.
1: I was just kind of the. I mean, the Kansas not North, to say North, it in Kansas a, Kansas a negative City way. Where it was the yeah about the farthest I would go. Okay,
0: that seemed to be like something you do, but you weren't yeah. super duper into it. Yeah, but exactly. I could be not it, saying that. Actually. No, you're one hundred percent okay. Yep. So. This is TC. I've known him forever. He is 20, 26. 26 now, so yep. 10 years. Yep. Uh, but so anyway, I would consider TC a killer. So everybody knows my definition of that if you follow me. If not, I always say that's somebody I can hand a box of shotgun shells to, and they'll feed you for a week. So since this podcast is basically educational in its purpose... I'm going to have friends like TC on that know what they're doing around waterfowl and we're going to just discuss spreads, shotgun shells, anything to do with waterfowl hunting. We'll kind of, after I have enough friends on here that do this, we'll kind of get a commonality. So if you're trying to figure out the sport, you can see some things that kind of everybody does that's, that's good at, at hunting. So we're just going to have a talk about what we like, what he likes, uh, things that are common, things we do different today. So I'll start this off with, where are you from? I'm from Guthrie, Oklahoma, just north of Oklahoma City. So, what's your favorite thing to hunt, waterfowl wise? I want to chase lessers. Okay, so I figured T.C. would say that. Yeah. So
1: I, I like I like shooting mallards, but
0: uh, shooting lessers is probably my favorite. So what what is your favorite way to shoot a lesser?
1: I'd give me a dry field hunting out of a sock spread, right in the middle. If if the situation calls for it, if the field calls for it, I mean, it's not one I'm gonna push
0: where, cause there's a lot better ways to hide. I was but, gonna say, so what What are, what are your, like if you're looking at a field, what are like three or four ways you're going to set this up depending on conditions, like uh, edge, center? I mean, so
1: you have the edge, you're looking for a point off of like a tree line, which I try to stick away from trees as best I can. Sometimes you have to take them. I mean, a ditch somewhere. Um, sometimes you can get in the back of a, uh, a terrace and kind of play the sun or i'm gonna set in socks but it's really layouts a frames of socks it's kind of your standard three and then you're looking for anything to not have to hunt in socks and <laughs> right. if if you have no other option you try to get in socks and but i mean that's my favorite way to do it just because you're right up with the
0: birds i mean you'll have them landing right around you if you do it right but you can get your ass kicked and just <laughs> <laughs> right so when you're setting a soft spread so for new hunters soft spread is uh socks and skinnies that's yep. what I, yeah yep. okay so how many is a large and how many is a small soft spread dozen-wise? uh
1: a large spread is once you get up really above 100 i think that's kind of the threshold of when you start really noticing
0: how big you're getting i know that sounds like a lot but when you're talking about socks and skinnies 100 dozen it's a lot but it's really not it's not it's if you have a six by trade tra- six by 12 trailer it's about a third of the trailer yep. Yep. is all that is exactly. And
1: because you have to, I mean, set enough to hide yourself to start off with,
0: and then figure out how, I mean, the best way to guide them geese to where you want to kill them. And so, so anytime I am looking at a a field and it involves any kind of geese, I don't care if it's specks, honkers, little geese, I think of the spread in acres. So when you set a hundred dozen, how many, about how many acres are you looking at?
1: Uh, I mean, you know, on a normal wind day, I mean, you're, 10 to 15 acres, potentially. I mean, and when I say normal wind a 10 to 15 mile an hour, if you're in the 30, 40 mile an hour wind, one, I wouldn't be in socks, but you're gonna be a lot smaller due to geese being tighter when when just knowing what they're gonna be doing in a high wind. So, I mean, in that case, you're probably five acres, but the average one 10 to 15 by the end of- Do you
0: like the spread longer or deeper? Uh, when you say deeper, what do you mean? So- I like the spread to be as big as it can be from wherever I think they're coming to me from. I don't like it to be as wide as it can be. Yeah. Does that so, make sense? Yeah. Like, I don't want them coming to a wide t- if I, If you think of a T, like the spread, Yeah. I want the the size. I want them looking down it. I don't want them looking across it.
1: Okay. So, man, I like mine long it, it, on that case. Yeah. So. I, I want to be super, super long. Yep. And I mean, when you're in the socks, you cannot side shoot. Right. I don't care what anybody says. No, no, I, no. I
0: will take that one to my grave. Yeah, you no. Cannot... Socks is a wind at your back. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: can kind of you can quarter them. Yeah. But you have to be with your wind at your back, and I I want it long.
0: If yep. on a normal wind day, I'm the same way. I'd, I'd rather have it long than wide. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: you, ha- I mean, you have to have some I don't think width. They,
0: I don't think they see wide as well as they no. see long. No, exactly. You can yeah. set one silhouette. I mean.
1: I, I've got guys I work with that I will absolutely drive nuts. Because, I mean, I may have a decoy four or five hundred yards away from me, yep. downwind. Yep. I mean, because if you, you just need one. If they happen to see one decoy, yep. then you start getting them in there. And it gets them lower quicker.
0: So that's why I like it. I figure if they're on it, they have yep. to be lower if and they're going. They're going to
1: chase the mass They're going to chase the going yeah. If they happen to land out there, it's part of it. It but just happens. very, very rarely, yeah. especially on lessers. They go to the sound. They're not going to live up land out there and late
0: season honkers they're gonna yep. chase the head of that spread i too i do the same thing so even if i'm setting two or three dozen big geese in a field full bodies yep. i still want to be like i still set an acre yep. yeah i don't put anything just directly like very rare exactly. i still want to be big exactly yeah um so speaking of wind is it 10 to 15 or do you like 20 to 30 uh, 10 to 15 i like 20 to 30 on geese i don't care what really? kind of geese. yeah uh, they're so low to start with they are, but... But some days it kills you.
1: When you're hunting, I mean, like, since I grew up, I mean, started out guiding at Fort Cobb. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. But, right. I mean, it's so pressured down there anyway. Yeah, yeah. At not. Fort Cobb, I mean, if it's 20 to 30, they're liable to land in the first field off the lake. That's true. So you're getting short-stopped. And yes. now you're sitting, and you might not <laughs> see a goose because it didn't, didn't get far enough off the lake off of you. And I think they're just easier to work when it's, they're not beating them. They're just not getting beat down
0: i say that because up. most of my goose hunting is on water okay so 30 mile an hour yeah I if mean, they're coming to water they're just immediately coming to the water yeah, yeah. and they just hang forever. Yeah, yeah i i don't want a high one <laughs> i want i want the 10 to 15 as 10 well, to 15 that's about everybody so how many guys if you're just fun hunting so not guiding not doing any of that so how many guys is like a good size group to you like, what's small, what's big?
1: A uh, small group would be three. A big group with buddies is ten. I mean, that's about the biggest I've ever hunted with just buddies. Just buddies. just And that and was it. hunting a big feed of lessers. I mean, we were going to burn it whether we had four dudes or ten dudes. And I don't ever get to hunt with my buddies anymore. So, when we do, we try to get them all there right. and enjoy it the one time of year,
0: maybe. Right. So, that's pretty social. Yeah. yeah. It,
1: that's all it
0: is. Let's just say you're going out to re- just kill. Like, what's the ideal?
1: Uh, eight
0: to ten. Eight to ten. On lessers. On lessers. Absolutely. What if you're going out just to kill on ducks?
1: Uh, I want five.
0: Five, five or less. Five or less. Let, get,
1: get us in and out of there, and we'll hunt it the next day or a couple days later.
0: Saber birds. All right, so now we're, we're going to switch a little bit. Favorite shotgun? Uh, what do you use? You can say it that way. Maybe right. it's not your favorite. So I've been
1: using the Browning Maxis, the original, for about nine to ten years now, and I love it, and I have no reason to switch outside of just pure one just in, a gun. one to go on a new shotgun yeah but the browning max is one
0: uh how many times this season do you change a choke tube in
1: it um so I haven't been able to change the <laughs> choke tube since I bought it because it is truly welded in <laughs> it yep. at this
0: point yeah yeah I mean
1: there I've had gunsmiths try to get it out they can't get it out so it's it's just part of the gun now. Yeah.
0: and it is a pattern master uh, Code Black. Code black so is that the one with I'm not a I'm not a pattern master Is that, that the one with the restriction or no oh uh, yes it's got that um
1: shell that uh, I can't remember what they call it, but they're a flight wad, controller whatever, or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. And that's the one I like. So at twenty yards, how what the, how far across the pattern is it? Uh, I mean, is it the size of a duck? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe, that's, that's maybe
0: my always I mean, my go to at twenty yards. I like throwing baseballs at them. is yes, All it is size of a duck at yep. twenty yards. Yeah. yeah that's um. It. So so the reason why I asked that, everybody. I have never been around somebody that hunts well, that really does much with a choke tube or a gun. They kind of have what they have, and they use it, and that they know it, and that's what they shoot.
1: Yeah, you saying knowing it right there. I mean, I don't
0: want to be changing
1: from an improved to a modified to a full mid-hunt. I cringe when I see clients doing it because they've hunted all year with their modified or you hope they've been hunting. Yep. And then they switch to a full, and then they're not hitting. They're hitting even less. Yeah. When it's just,
0: I hate seeing people change chokes. Yeah. So I keep an extra tube or two in my bag in case somebody doesn't have one. Yeah. But it's not for me. Yeah. No. Yeah. At all.
1: I couldn't even tell you where the choke tubes are for that gun. Right. Don't own an extra one.
0: No. So there's 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 eras of my shotguns sitting over there, and those tubes are the only tubes that have ever been used in them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now I'll shoot a pattern and see what it's doing. I'll be honest. I've
1: never done
0: that. you never done it. So, <laughs> no. so I'm a bit of a, I used to shoot competitive trap. Yeah. And that's a pattern thing. Yeah. So you're trying to make it as tight as you can. And this was a long time ago. So there was choke tubes, but nothing was as good as it is now. Yeah. So you'd hand load and tweak and shoot patterns. So I cannot shoot a shotgun without shooting a pattern. Well, I
1: mean, it does give you the confidence and knowing. I just I mean, want to know if, it's
0: this size and it's fairly round. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's good to find a better
1: shell. I mean, I think that's, I say I have no preference of shells, but sometimes you have guys that clients come on hunts for one time a year. Why not splurge
0: and get a little bit better shell? See, this is one I go back and forth on when I'm. I'm,
1: But then I think of myself, I don't. Well, I know, so I go
0: back and forth on this when I'm talking to new hunters because one of my things I tell them is anything that costs you time, don't buy it. So, if like so, for instance, they would tell me if they bought a $1,000 pair of waders, they would have to work 14 more days during duck season to pay for that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the time kills more than the $1,000 wader, yeah. in my opinion. Absolutely. So, that's not a place to put money, like, right off the bat. Yeah. So, I try to encourage just get the bird closer, and the shell doesn't matter as much. I can agree with that. Yeah. So, but at the same time... If you're only shooting a few boxes of shells a year, what's the difference? Whether it was a $15 box or a $20, what's, what's the difference? And like? with the expensive side, I think it's a lot of confidence sometimes, I think.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. Does so it, like
0: I said, I go back and forth on this because it might be better if somebody inexperienced, because like, I'm sure business kills better. Like, it, I, it's, it's good stuff it makes zero difference when i shoot it everything is when you're 25 and in it just doesn't mad the duck doesn't know whether it got hit with steel no or got hit with bismuth or tss when it's that close it makes no difference or the goose uh but i uh, if you're a new so i go back and forth on that one whether i'd say yeah spend the money on that or don't spend the money yeah on that. I, I agree with you. i mean
1: <laughs> i hunt so much i'm not i don't spend the whole bunch of money on shells but I could see guys that don't hardly get time. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's the one reason you get to kill five or six more
0: birds. That's a year. what I say. If and I got birds, a guy an extra bird, maybe it's worth yeah I, yeah, I don't know. So that one I go back and forth on. I'm not sure what the exact thing is. I have is no to do. real opinion on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. So shot shell size. Like what? Uh, is your max this a 20 or 12? It's a 12. Okay. It's
1: a 12. I I shoot my 20 probably
0: more now than I used to, just because I think I shoot better with it. I mean. So so I switched to one, it was six or seven years ago, and I'd have to go back on Facebook and look. It's terrible because that's my document of what mm-hmm. it is. But that's why I tell everybody, I don't care that it's a 20-gauge. It makes zero difference to me. The gun just fits me better. Yeah. But I'm five foot seven, and I got little T-Rex arms, yeah. and I'm kind of stocky, yeah. so the gun just fits better than the 12 does. Yeah. It's smaller framed. I don't notice much difference in it. Um, but I know some bigger guys that don't shoot a 20 as well because the damn thing's too small. Yeah, it's too light. Yeah, it's too light. People overswing swing it. Yep, yeah, or yeah, you look at them and their hand engulfs the whole forearm. Exactly. It's just a little... But so, I shoot twos or threes. I don't really have a preference one way or the other whether I'm shooting a duck, a honker. I I don't usually care, but if... if
1: just because I shoot a lot of what I got. Yeah. But twos or BBs is what I want to be shooting. Okay. And I really base that off this past year in Saskatchewan that I had, since we provide our shells for our clients, I saw our clients shooting threes and twos, and I could notice when I had clients shooting a different size shell. It seemed something about the different, just the small difference in twos and threes had a different knockdown. Okay. There was some difference in it, and I could notice it, and I think that kind of validated that threes are a little smaller than I want and twos... I mean, we had more birds dying when guys were shooting twos. There right. was no doubt about it. With the same client shooting, cause that's, See, you, because that's what I was basing it off of. Make yeah. sure we didn't have different shooters. Because, I, I mean, they hunt five times with us. I can base some different shells because I wanted to always know for next year right. what I wanted to get. And right. I, I think twos and BBs is where I want. Right. Um, how many calls do you carry? Uh, three. <laughs> okay. I carry a duck call, a a lesser Canada call,
0: and then a honker call, which a lot of times is a fluke. Uh, so, you don't have four duck calls on there? No, absolutely not. I, well, one duck call per day? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, the, okay. I, I'm the same way. I have a duck call, a goose call, a spec call.
1: With that being said, I do keep
0: a cut down in my bag. Yep.
1: Just because, one, nobody blows a cut down where I hunt at, and sometimes, I mean... It's just a little different sound on pressure ducks, but 99.99% of the time, it
0: yeah. never comes out of my bag. Yeah, it's just a duck call. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Uh, I, I, finish, I start a duck, finish a duck, same duck call, start yep. to finish. I've exactly. never switched a duck call or exactly. a call. I, yeah, I'm a Now, one. I shouldn't tell people that because i build calls. I should tell them you need everything. But, but
1: they can find which one they like the best. Yeah,
0: line. but uh, most everybody I know that's good at this, they have a duck call per day, and that's, exactly. that's their thing. That's all you need uh not saying what you do is right or wrong or what they do i'm just that's and i don't, I don't find, like that much
1: hanging from my neck
0: see i'm the same way so that's why i like the, everything to clip on and off yep. if there's no specs that i put the spec call away yep uh because it becomes a cluster yeah yes. yeah i
1: carry a spec call in my bag you know yep. it's on just a little one drop lanyard that i'll tie to the top of the a-frame or i'll tie to the on the door yep. of
0: the layout line but outside of that it don't come out either yeah i'm this i'm the exact same way um so if you are hunting ducks on water let's say a pond uh all those stock tanks yeah yeah, right, yeah, yeah we go yeah. ponds we don't we're not down <laughs> in texas okay. we don't call them a tank okay how many is a lot of decoys on a pond how big a pond like let's say let's say it's just big enough you can't shoot across it just big i mean at that size i mean i think six seven dozen starts to get a
1: lot a oh, lot i agree because I'm, I'm a minimalist when it comes to decoys,
0: but at that point, you're starting to fill up the pond. Yep. If, if you're not careful. and So do you subscribe to, you want the decoys where you don't want them, or do you want the decoys where you want them? So I'm a both. On okay. little bitty
1: ponds like that, yeah. like that you can almost shoot across, I'm putting them where I don't want them to land.
0: I do the same thing. That's my preference. Yes, I mean, because yes. you, all you're going to do, like a lot of- Sometimes you're almost decoying the wrong side of it. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: You, I mean, you're pushing them
0: away from me because yes. they're, tr- they're skirting that edge a yeah. lot of
1: times. Or,
0: yeah, I, I put them as far away from me as possible.
1: Yes. Within reason.
0: Yeah, that's what I think works the best, too, because, like, I subscribe to, and you, you can see this, and it happens, and it doesn't happen. One duck will land anywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Two ducks will land anywhere. Twenty ducks will not land anywhere. No, they're going to something open. Yeah, they go to open. So if your decoys are at 20 yards in front of you, they they can't be any closer than 20 yards. Exactly. They just won't be. Yeah. So yeah, so you kinda, so I try to put them where I don't want them a lot of times. Now as the pond gets bigger, that gets trickier, yeah. but. Uh, Big ponds, yeah, that's a whole different deal. I tend to play the, I tend to like more on the bank than I like in the water after the pond gets to a certain size.
1: Are you meaning like a?
0: more? like a field decoy or like on on the dry land itself or if the pond gets big and I'm shooting ducks just ducks I don't like I don't like the ducks out more than about 10 12 yards from the bank And if I just want to put a lot out I'd rather I'd rather paint the bank with full bodies or something else than I would fill the water up
1: I agree with you My, so it a lot of times depends on the wind as well are, are you side shooting on me if I'm side shooting them, and if it's a big pond and I know I can get them out as far as I can, I want them as far as I can out there. Okay. Just because I think it, I think so many times ducks don't see you. I, I think
0: sight is the biggest thing that gets ducks and geese killed. Okay. It's to so, see you. So I would back that up with... A lot of times i will only hunt the pond when the wind is right for that pond okay so i only want to hunt the waterway Yep. and if it's not i'll find a di- like different. i don't hunt dams exactly. i right. hate yeah. hunting the dam of a pond you just might as well wait because you're just gonna it's have a gonna mediocre hunt yeah, most exactly. of the time it, that's my experience and with guiding i haven't had that luxury because uh, yeah I mean, a lot of
1: times we're scrambling at that point like I will be looking for the best place. I can try to maximize my decoy spread, getting right. as far out as possible. And yeah. I'm not a huge land decoy guy hunting on water. Okay. Oh, for ducks.
0: For ducks. For ducks. For ducks.
1: I, I'm not. It just a lot of times you just don't see it, in my opinion. Unless I, I just I, now, I'm not a. i am not I should
0: fan. have said mallards. Yeah. Gadwall, different deal. Yeah. Teal, different deal. When you start talking about it. now, as soon as we have. Ducks that are mixed with geese, because uh, I—that's a lot of my season—is you're shooting both every day, yeah. and then you're pretty much putting out a goose spread. Yeah, yeah, that's a different deal. That's Where, a different. I mean, a land spread is—I mean—worth more to me on geese than. So, so one reason I go to, so I don't like anymore. I used to hunt a big like eight to ten dozen floater spread, and another ten dozen on the bank. It sucks to pick in and up out of farm ponds. The bottoms of those always suck. It's muddier than hell cattle have been in it's terrible so i've pretty much gone to 12 to 16 floaters and i just paint the bank with yeah, yeah with full bodies i think it's easier and i don't know if a goose cares one way or the other
1: no i don't i don't think so as much
0: now i wouldn't have no floaters well
1: no, you've got to have floaters to kill geese yeah and
0: to kill them effectively to yeah, to, them. to finish them but I, I can agree with that but I, I don't think they care if there's eight dozen on the bank and a dozen in the water or if there's eight dozen float i don't think it you matters any duck full body are you a big duck full body guy <sighs> not super big i have a couple dozen i'll put out uh just to bulk up with on the bank yeah like i don't what about when you're on the field no i don't care see yeah i don't care about them see i'm the exact now, opposite
1: to me i wouldn't go water duck hunting without water or er, right. floater duck decoys i wouldn't just put floater goose decoys out i want as many duck full bodies as I yes yeah, i think it makes them more callable because they're not going to just swoop you like field ducks a lot of times do with just over goose decoys in
0: my opinion yeah i rely more on the spinner for that yeah so so but i don't think it hurts like, if I have them, I'm going to put them where I want them to land. Yeah. Like, that's where they're going. Yeah. Yep.
1: yeah. And that's so, basically, I build the spread, build the site yep. with the goosey course, but I'm trying to de them with the duck full Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd say that's probably very accurate. Like I said, if I have them. But, like, if you told me I couldn't hunt a field with them, I wouldn't care. As yeah. long as I had the spinner. Yeah. It there's,
1: there's, most people are like that. Yeah, I'm I
0: screwed. wouldn't. Yeah. So, speaking of that. So, spinners on pawns. I want them. You want them? Yeah.
1: I... I don't
0: think they hurt, oh gosh. See, so I'm a little different on this. Um, so in my opinion, if you're a new hunter, you should always have the spinner. Mm-hmm. Like I tell new hunters, like that's one of the first things to buy. Like after you figure out the world and you figure out how to hunt, you can decide whether you like them or dislike them or whatever, but when you start, you want the spinner. But so like what I do, what, if I have a pawn and it's a it's an X, then I, I usually don't use a spinner on it. If it's soft X, then I want a spinner. And if I'm just sitting under, cause I don't have anything better than I want a few spinners. Yeah. But if I know they're coming there, I don't care if I have the spinner or not.
1: See, I, I kind of like the spinner, but I take, that's always the first thing I pull. I mean, yeah. every time. And then I use a spinner, kind of like I use a flag goose hunting. Like I hit them on the corners. I, I'm hard on that remote constantly. Right. Like I'm constantly on that remote.
0: So, you know, this year, and this is not, uh, I got to pay attention to the phone cause the camera only goes for Twenty nine minutes. Okay. So I'll have to stop it and start. But so I use that Lucky Duck, the goose I don't know what they call the it, the flapper. Yeah. It's uh I love it for flagging. Okay. I'm not a big motorized guy for geese at all. But I love it for flagging. It's got the remote, you can just let it run, you can bump it on and off. I've never ran the- I killed crap out of honkers over this year nice uh, what I would do is the first one's in, I just let it run, and if they landed on it. They didn't seem to care that day, yeah. but um, I hate flagging out of the A frames. No, oh, I hate. I, I don't. I don't they, have. A I g- don't own a
1: flag when I'm in an A frame.
0: I don't. I don't know a good way to do it. There's no place to put it. No. Uh, I, I truly
1: think unless you're hiding almost in the decoys or in the decoys. Yeah, it just that's the doesn't, only time a flag makes sense. I know sense. it doesn't I mean, work. You're not
0: going to flag when you're 20 yards away, sitting away from them. No, it's not like in a layout line where you can bump it to finish a bird exactly. when they're.
1: 80 yards out so looking thread, at
0: you yeah uh,
1: a flag is worth yeah
0: gold. so um anymore most are where edge hides on everything whether it's a layout or an I really use a frame And yeah i just don't know what you do with it out of the edge so i don't like the string no whole deals no. i don't like the mess of it and that's another thing to trip over right and i don't want to set it up yeah um but I know a lot of guys that use it. They love them. Mm-hmm. So no, so I try that thing. Yeah, bump it. It's pretty good. I'd try. I would be able to yeah. try that. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's pretty easy to set up. I don't like, I don't like the one on the car battery that's running constantly. Clone? I don't know what it's called. It sounds like a windshield wiper. Yeah, yeah, it's too. Now I own the little geese. That's fine. Yeah, but it's home, too much it's on too honkers much me. to me.
1: Snows and lessers. Yeah, I'm a fan of them.
0: Yeah. So no, this one you just bump on and off. Really? But yeah, it was, it was pretty guy. good um but so yeah didn't hate it okay so when you're looking at a hunt so this is before you've stepped in the field what's the most important thing you're looking for one where the bird's at uh, so i
1: i want location in the field i think that's the number one thing in killing them i and then then you go to the hide okay and then you have everything you ever call in.
0: Right, but I want no, nope, just scouting and looking at it. like what's the what are you looking for first? Where are they at? Where are they at? That's what I want.
1: I, I don't care. I, the hide can I can make a hide out of a lot of different situations, but right. I want
0: where they're at. Where they're at? Yep.
1: And I and I've kind of grown to that assumption due to seeing guys out in Amarillo, out in It where it's super flat. There's no, I mean, those geese, those guys kill them a bunch of geese out there, and there's not no such thing as a bad. F- spot in the field because it's the same exact ro- there's no roles in the field
0: I know so this is something and the first time I was down there with you guys in Oklahoma it is so different Um, I have tried to do what you guys do down there it doesn't work mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know what's different I, we trade birds yeah I I, so I don't understand are you,
1: are you meaning like
0: hiding in the middle yeah. of yeah so like yeah. the first thing I look for so like let's just assume there's birds there if there's no hide, there's no hunt. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That, but if I go south down there with you, you're right. You can absolutely make a hide.
1: Yeah, to a point. I yeah. mean, yeah. And where are where we? It's like we've at.
0: shot geese at us some stuff that yeah. has no hide and shot them really, really well. Like yeah. not just mediocrily shot them. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, finished at 10 yards and shot them. Yep. They don't do that up here as easy. As they And I don't know.
1: I, I think it's a lot of these
0: roles, a terrace in the field, this different spots in the field is what I think. Uh, is what I truly think it so, is. So, like I said, my number one is, is there a hide? Because if there's not a hide on it, I don't have hide. anything to hide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be an amazing hide, but it's got to be something. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. I've just noticed, like, on lessers, I mean, if you're a couple hundred yards off the X, you're going to get an extra two or three swings before they try to get in. I mean, because whether there's more feed, feed a hundred yards behind you, and that's right. where they're trying to get to. There's there's a reason they were in that spot, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And See, I don't think big honkers are as picky about that. No. Yeah, I don't no. think they they they're care. Too lazy. Yeah, they quite don't. as much. Yeah. 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 So, I agree with that. but even little geese up here do not do the same thing, which is one of the cool parts. But like first time I was down there with you guys, if you'd have told me to pick a spot in the field, I would. I have no idea. I just told you count this. Yeah. Yeah, I just said I don't see a where spot to we hide. Hunting,
1: that, that place is an anomaly. I mean, it, it's unlike everywhere else. I mean, where I've been guiding the past couple of years, I mean, you're looking for a hide. And if you don't have a good hide, you try to wait for the day you have a good hide, but sometimes you, right. you have to
0: make something work. Well, see, now, I just want to see. So, like, I don't know if it's food-related. So, you don't seem like you have... I don't think where they live on you guys, they have food to eat, where the roosts are. Very rarely. Yeah, see, our roosts have food. So I don't know when they're looking at your fields, if they have to go. I know they got a lot of fields to choose, but like they choose one for whatever reason, yeah. right? Because a lot of times you go in those fields, and you're like, well, I don't really see much here to eat. But they obviously eat because mm-hmm. they're in it eating like crazy. So I don't know if it's because they have to eat. They can't go back and nibble all day.
1: Yeah. so I mean, that's Oklahoma. The only time you'll ever see a goose roost right where it's eaten, unless the wheat butts right up to it. Right. I mean, outside of that or the corn. I mean, the field butts right up to the roost. That's the only time you'll ever that's, see it. That's it. They, they don't, in my opinion, they don't really eat in the water ever. Just cause, but lessers are such a different They're game dead, yeah. than the bighorns.
0: See, so we're mixed, right? Like, you got to go way west of me to go find just pure lesser hunts in numbers like you guys have, which would probably be straight north of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So ours are always mixed. So our little geese roost wherever our big geese roost. And it's, it's always a pond. Yeah. And there's always a waterway full of food. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have that. So they don't particularly need to. I don't know if I've ever hunted a pond down there with you guys that had any
1: Vegetation no, it's, in it's it. red
0: dirt. It's just dirt. Yeah, one side might have whatever you guys call grass.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, they'll eat the grass. Yeah, but some, it's but not
0: the same. No. It, yeah.
1: That's the only one in the feed butts right up to the pond is the only time they will right. be there to eat. Yeah, see. That, It's just
0: water. It's just a place to loaf, Yeah, place to relax. So I don't know if that's what changes it, that they, they have to... Yeah. I, I, I mean, so, food's crucial. So I've never asked you guys about this down there. Is everything down there no-till?
1: A uh, good chunk of it. I mean, Do they it's turn like, dirt? Yeah. It's so, oh, your old school farmers. Are were, they still? Sometimes your wheat farmers will, but your corn now. Like our guys
0: around here don't turn dirt because there's not enough dirt to turn over. Okay. So everything out here is, you yeah. know, the, the black just doesn't go down far enough. I don't know because you guys don't really have black dirt. No, it's red clay. It's red clay. Yeah. So I'll do the, like I said, I don't want, I've never yeah. asked. I mean,
1: there's, they will turn it every couple of years. Like no. A you're big no-till
0: farmers because mm-hmm. no tills getting bigger and bigger. I less. hardly have anybody that's not a no-till farmer. Yeah. So yeah.
1: no tills starting to get real big down there. I mean, you're big corn farmers, stuff like that. Right.
0: You're Milo. If you get up but, here in this area, if you get once you get around the Missouri River and you get up, then they turn because yep. that dirt is that black is deep for a long way, so yeah. they'll keep turning that dirt Which over.
1: We fight so much compaction issues is the problem. Right.
0: With I mean the red clay. So, that's why they end up turning it. So do they cover crop now since they're so like everybody out here is rye or wheat? Okay. Cover yeah. crop to fight compaction, right? right. The, Your
1: corn to wheat will go. I mean, we'll be a cor- or your cover crop.
0: Okay. And that's that's, what that's they, about it. That's which about we it. We have
1: so much. I mean, corn's only in certain sections of the state, really. Yeah. It's that north, central, northwest, and then the southwest.
0: Right. And that's it. The rest is wheat. The rest is wheat. wheat that's what I said. I don't think I've ever seen corn down on you guys.
1: Yeah. Not not where we were hunting. It's okay. most, it was a lot of peanuts. Yeah. It's stuff like peanuts, that. Peanuts,
0: which in other words is saying sand. Yeah. And, yeah. And
1: that's the only reason peanuts are there is because they can
0: dig them. Right. There in the sand. I'll be darned. Uh, so, while you're hunting, what is the most important thing?
1: Um, the hunt's good or bad? Uh, wind. Wind? Yeah. I mean, a lot of times you got to have wind to kill them, whether that's a duck or a goose. I mean, they're, they don't know how to set
0: up on you. <laughs> or, See, I, I would... So, mine would be the hide. But I, if you have no wind, it's the death of all hunts. Yes. You yes. have to get pretty lucky and you have to be real skillful. To kill them on no wind. So, to, in my opinion, when there is no wind, you're going to finish about a third of the birds. Mm-hmm. They're going to circle a lot more. You're going to think everything is wrong. Yep. You're going th- It's going to be constant. Yeah, when you're me. not doing anything wrong. Everybody's going to second guess everything you do that yep. day. It's the dog. It's the hide. Somebody the spread's said. not right. Yep. It's just what they do when there's no wind.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, so I always just go, well... Y- if, if you shoot a third of what you were going to shoot with the wind, this is the best you can get that day most of the time.
1: Because how I view it is I control the controllables. I mean, my hide, my decoy spread, my calling, guys staying down. I can control that. It's the weather is the one you can't control, and I think that's the biggest factor of getting them killed yeah. is weather every day.
0: Yeah. You never do know day. what day. you're going to it. Now, I play such a different game than you because, like, yeah. I'm hunting one, three guys. Yeah. That yeah. you know every day that know what they're doing. Yeah, so it's a different – Different thing, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I want the
0: weather on my side. Yeah. So, and I have the luxury, like if everything's not right, and I'm scouting something that is amazing, I'll just give it a day. Yeah. I don't have to shoot it that day.
1: Exactly. And we we try to do that, but
0: there's times well, you just but you have choice. to hunt. A lot of times something that good. just means I'm I have a scout day that day. Yeah. That's all that means, and yeah. I just I just catalog. So like that's what I try to do. So on Monday, I try to start cataloging the week's hunts. As I scout, yeah. they're using this, they're using that, they're using this, and then I know, this is a north wind hunt, this is a west wind hunt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I got, the way to do it. I, I got mean, two guys this day, so that yeah. hide works. But I got five on this day, so I'll save that pond because the grass is shoulder height on it. Yeah. And I can do whatever I want on. It.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah. So that's like I go around, I start cataloging.
1: And that's the way to do it. I
0: mean, if you can ever play the game five, to six it. days out, yeah. I mean, that's
1: the way to do it.
0: Yeah, but we play a different game. Yeah, exactly. yeah.
1: And so hunting with people that are skillful hunters is the big thing,
0: where you know they're not peeking. So I, I think 90% of the time they see you when it's not going right. Because
1: yeah, I, could, I could go for
0: that. Yeah, that's, that's always my assumption. Like if you had everything set there and you just weren't there, they would be landing. Yeah, as soon as you introduced yourself, I can, yeah, yeah, I can go for it. And they're not finishing. Like somebody's doing something in error. Yeah, so, they're seeing you most so with of the time. This, no what?
1: wind day. Do you think birds
0: smell you? Yes, absolutely. This is my theory on this. This Is why I, I brought up been the called no. No, many no
1: names for thinking birds smell. No, you. no. I think they. I have, think they smell. You.
0: I think they have very good noses. So this is why I was going with the no and Then we got off on something else. So. A mallard duck can eat about, I think it's a half a cup yep. to a cup, right? Of Depending on how deleted they are, right? Yep. depleted they are. I, If you go into a no-till cornfield and the guy's got new equipment and he's good at farming, there's not much waste grain anymore. No. I would challenge somebody to go pick up a cup of corn in 20 minutes. Yeah. You can't do it. No. You won't find it but a mallard duck, thousands of mallard ducks will land and they will fill up in 20 minutes and be gone. I don't know how else they find it other than smelling
1: it. And just like we were just talking about with birds finding you on no wind days, it's no wind. I mean, heck, they might be smelling
0: you. So, So we'll see if you do this. So if I have to walk up on birds, ducks, geese, I don't care what it is, to scout them, I will not walk up with the wind in my face. Or wind at my back. Okay, okay. I think they smell me. I want the wind in my face. Because I, I know it's also blowing sound, Adam, right? Oh, yeah. But I'm pretty quiet. Done it a long time. I know I can get way closer With if wind. the wind is yeah. not blowing at Every me. other animal smells you and you so, want to play the wind? So I think they smell you. Absolutely. Now, like I said, I don't know that. I, I got nothing see- other than I don't know how they find grain.
1: They do. I mean, look at... Like in Canada, as soon as the farmers start going, those birds start coming out of the Northwest
0: Territories. So I think they have really good noses. Absolutely. Yeah. I I watched ducks and
1: geese follow a combine on double crop corn, it got cut five days before season ended three years ago and they were following the combine going down the field. Well they see, knew
0: I'm, that fresh. I think was on they the know. Yeah. Absolutely. I think they can smell. So no, Absolutely. I agree with you. I'm not sure they don't smell you when you're laying. Exactly. Yeah,
1: and I've been called an idiot. I've, I've, no, been try- I've I I've been see. trying to get the right clients
0: to take Scent Killer out with
1: me, but I'm waiting. I know I I can't wait to hear this. So
0: one I got to yeah, find the right gonna, to do it. You're gonna catch them. Some, some, oh yeah, some I know for a fact that. I will. Now, so the one thing I would like to do, and this is a nerdy duck guy thing, right? I know they see different than we see. So I think they see a lot of off. And when the wind is not blowing, uh, I think they're seeing better. I think that's the cloud- Do you see the
1: thermals rising? I do.
0: Yeah, because they can see better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the wind is not blowing across their eyeballs. That third eyelid isn't going as often and they just have longer to check out the situation.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think there's a color that's not right.
1: I mean it makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, something. I hadn't thought of it on that
0: side of it, but yeah it's
1: seeing on blowing thermals or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I think it's it's something. And I would love to know what they see. I mean, particularly yeah. but I mean if I try to research it and you can find a little on it. I mean, but you, it's a lot of voodoo.
1: Yeah, and I mean we know they see blues and reds better uh, outside of that, but that's the only thing on their sight that we know.
0: Yeah. But I see I think that's cloudy and sunny. I think whatever is bright. Because, like, one of the cool things, you can get on, like, National Geographic, and you can look up what B.C. And B.C. flowers, amazingly (laughs) different. The pollen and everything sticks out. Like, you can see why they go straight to it. And I I would assume a duck eyesight is made to see food. So, I don't know. Maybe they see the corn. I don't know.
1: Uh, So, (laughs) what do you think about this? I think they see, well, they obviously see in UV rays. Right, I, yeah,
0: like that fertilizer we Fertilizer
1: puts off a UV ray. Yep. So every farmer that's using fertilizer, I think I've been trying to put a correlation to it the past couple of years. Which in
0: no-till would be heavy fertilizer. Absolutely. Yeah, because they're And I think inject. that's
1: another reason they go in there.
0: Yeah. It very well could be. But I'd love to know exactly what they see. I don't know. So. I I, I think it'd make you a better hunter. Yeah, I do too.
1: And do you think different corns, like different seeds play a difference in it because we had one farmer a couple years ago his
0: field was identical to I think it's else's. how good the farmer is yeah so I've got some fields around here right and some of the guys are really good some of them are not very good and some of them are really good and they have brand new equipment and you look at the field you're like wow every duck and goose should be in that and they'll never get touched mm-hmm. like it's in the right spot it's got the right terraces for honkers to be in. It's dished right, and they never touch it. I mean, there's But there's, there's no waste grain.
1: Exactly. And yeah. there's farmers down there that have And it, no, and no and it grew grain. good
0: corn, right? Like it was high-yielding corn for our yeah. area. But there's just no waste grain.
1: I mean, there's farmers down there, though, that will hunt. I mean, they are as good a farmer as you'll find. And we'll hunt them more than this your Joe Blow farmer that he's not very good at. And I think there's something, whether it's the fertilizer, whether it's the seed type he's putting in. I don't know if there's different
0: corn seeds. Well, so, yeah, there is different. So what I would, most of these guys, I should say most, a lot of them, a lot of them will just get whatever the best is on soybean. Corn gets expensive. So, like, a lot of the guys I talk to will go with, like, a mid-grade most of the time. They won't go the cheapest. They won't go the most. But one thing I, I do, you kind of can pick up, like when I'm, when I'm talking to a farmer, if it's long-term farming in that field, there's a lot of attention paid to nutrients and, and they can just have better ground. Yeah. than if somebody doesn't care and they're just sucking it all out and there's just enough to grow the crop. Yeah, so it seems like the guys that have, that put the most attention into making the ground as good as cool it can growth. be, have the birds absolutely yeah so even if the guy and most of those guys have the higher yields Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah but because i I could drive you around right now and say that one's going to have birds this one's going to have birds this one's going to have birds just because i know who's farming it yeah Yeah. and not that the equipment's old they just have really good ground but they've been working on that they've had a program on that for 10 or 12 years or 20 years yeah yeah, it's a cycle and they do this for that and they spray and so and I don't know if that has any effect on it But it seems just to. Luck. Yeah mean, Also, I mean I, I,
1: I Can't and things play,
0: are but, just in good locations. Yeah. That's yeah. Good one. so that's one. all right, so a frame or layup one? Layout. See I'm the same way. I know right now that is not a frames are
1: more comfortable as a hunter as a
0: guide, I don't like them as much. I can't see as
1: well out of them. I mean, I like, I'll set up a coffee table all but in there and I'll have, yeah. I mean, all my coffee service. It's more handy. I think hunting, I don't want to be in a layout. So, but other than if I'm hunting water, I'll be in an A frame.
0: So, I grew up in A frame or in layout blinds. Mm. So, I like the A frames if the cover dictates it. So, like my general, if it's knee high or lower, then I'll put an A frame or I'll put the layout blind up. If it's knee-high or over, I'll put the A-frame up.
1: See, we haven't had a problem. I mean, that grass... I don't know, you any... know
0: how the Bermuda is and yeah. where it's short. Now, if I have no hide, I'll put the A-frame up. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's like that's on a pond. If it's trampled down, yeah. then I'll just put the A-frame That's not where I was going with it. Because a crappy layout blind hide doesn't work.
1: No. It, I it's think it's worse. Yeah,
0: it's worse. But
1: in generalities, I don't want to be in a layout blind. Yeah. And then... I haven't decided. Do people shoot better in an a frame over layout? I
0: haven't. I haven't decided. So that's been different for for me and some of the guys I hunt with. We all had to get used to shooting out of an a frame. Yep, I think it takes longer. I do too. Um, I think it takes longer. Yeah, it's dangerous. I would agree with that a little bit. Um, yeah, if I yeah if I don't know them, that's a little different, right? They're on hand at all times. Yeah, um, we went to taking because we use the Lucky Duck blinds and they've got the little screw and mm-hmm. gun holders and just everybody puts one in their bag. Yep. Like we don't keep them on the blinds, just everybody has one idea. they keep with them. Yeah, and then I actually take, I order Amazon magnets off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I black tape them to them suckers. Okay. So the guns can't kick out of yeah, them. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's way better. Uh, I think, so, so my game is, is finishing birds. I know everybody says mm-hmm. finishing birds, but i really like... Like, my favorite thing ever, if I can poke up out of a layout blind slowly and I can point my gun at the birds for a while while they're landing, like, that's my game. Yeah. Right? Which, I know, client game is different game than that. Yeah. Yeah. To a point. Right. But, so... They see you come up more out of an A-frame than they see a guy come up correctly out of a layout mm-hmm. blind. Yeah, so... I think it, I think by nature, it adds a little shooting distance to the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Just by, so that's one of the things I don't like as much about it. I, yeah. Yeah. But now like I got my 11 year old daughter started hunting. She does way better. In the A frame. In the A frame. Yeah. Because her shoulders aren't big enough to to hit the doors to open the doors up. So she's got to put a hand on the layout blind and then sit up.
1: So that becomes harder.
0: yeah. Yeah. So, that makes me really... So, like, I'm not super big, so I'm really picky over what layout blind I hunt out of. I cannot hunt out of an extra large layout I blind. I don't want them either. They don't work for me. Mm-hmm. I got to move the door with my I hand. I up in there. I do, too. I got to move the door with my hand to sit up to shoot, and it's it's ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, so I want... Because I just sit up. I don't touch yep. a door. Yep. Yeah, I grab a gun and sit up.
1: Yep.
0: So, yeah, but for kid-wise...
1: The A-frame's better.
0: The A-frame's better. I would assume clients shoot better out of an A-frame.
1: To a point, yeah. To a point. Yeah, I think. I think. I think they do. Other than hunting geese, I think they shoot better out of layouts. Really? Because I think they don't, I mean, get out on you as quick. Right. As an A-frame. I don't know. It's it's pretty comparable.
0: Right. But that's kind of like anything else. If you jump up like a maniac, it adds distance to your shooting. Mm Mm-hmm everybody's freaking out because they don't think there's enough time but if you come up s- slowly but with purpose that's yep. how I would say it. Yep. They usually, it, it doesn't, they don't know you're there. No. Yeah. You
1: got more time
0: than you need. Oh, tons. So let's see, what else can we do today? So when you're calling, let's start with ducks. When you're calling a duck, what's the rule? Are you an aggressive caller or a, a non-aggressive
1: uh, caller? Uh, I would consider myself
0: aggressive
1: yeah i mean aggressive but i don't call as loud as a lot of people like i blow a quieter call than most people do hunting but i call a lot okay I mean, by nature and to a fault i mean honestly i over i will i'll over call a bird every day
0: all right so well so this this is good so my general rule is it needs however much it needed to finish it mm-hmm. and then that's the appropriate amount so that could be none that could be a little it could be a lot but whatever the minimum is is generally the right amount yep yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say I was as picky on volume. I think if you say it at the right time, it doesn't particularly matter if it's, it's got to be in in the realm of yeah. normal, right? I mean,
1: timing is more than anything. Yeah. But I honestly think a lot of people over, I mean, blow ducks out more than they realize. Yeah. I would and agree I, with and that. I say that because, like, the other day at my house, I'm blowing a duck call and my neighbor from a mile away heard <laughs> my duck call. Right. On a no win day. I mean, if it's a mile away and a duck, I mean, they're hearing it
0: too. So when you when you see ducks, do you envision how hard you have to blow it to get them to hear it? No i i let I let them come first. I, I okay. want to see. I wanna well, see if they'll come. First. No, no. Like if if you're gonna like as soon as you pick up your call. So like I've always imagined like how loud do I got to blow this to get them to barely hear it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: I would say... Yeah, I would never thought of it like that. Yeah, but yeah I'm on, Like,
0: I'm on I don't want them to... I think I need to. I don't want them to hear it... I don't want them to necessarily hear it easily. I want them to hear it, but I want them to strain to hear it a little bit. I never
1: thought about that.
0: Because I think... Just like, I think they're curious. Yeah? Yeah. And I, I kind of look at it the same way, like if I was going to yell at a buddy across the parking lot, I don't start at the maximum loudness. Because you have nowhere to go. Yeah. So, I you, usually you like say, Hey... And then if they don't hear it, you say, just like when I'm yelling for my kids, you get yep. louder as you loud keep louder. saying it. Yep. So like I've always tried to envision it as like, what's the minimum, the minimum I need for it to hear me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because so you got to
1: have somewhere to go. Well, one, if you expend everything you got
0: at the beginning, I mean, when you're calling loud, do you particularly care if you sound good? yeah by nature yeah I don't, I don't, well okay but, but so let's no, just take no, this you're a good you're caller just, so just, you're not gonna make a bad note you're not really gonna but make a bad note they're just looking notes. for a sound at that yeah. point yeah it's like I don't particularly care yeah. like a lot of times if I'm just doing a big hen, I may do two notes or three yeah and then just do those same again yeah like I'm no, not trying to no, sound it, like it doesn't it does.
1: matter when they're way out yeah do because you, you just gotta hear let them hear one yeah and, that's and it and you'll probably get them turned
0: yeah or curious like yeah like I said I don't care particularly if it's Sounds like a duck. No. Just a few quacks. A lot of times I do two. Yeah, quack, quack That's it. Yeah. yeah. So now, on your little geese, for no one that's hunted little geese, it's a racket.
1: Yeah. On sound. Yeah.
0: So like, what's your what's your go to on that? Uh. Like, how does this situation start?
1: You start out. I mean, <laughs> I mean, especially. I mean, if you're hunting an X, you can you can get away with not. Not calling early on. I mean, you can let them come, let them come. And then sometimes you can get them with no calling. Very rarely. I, I'm not big on it. I don't know
0: if I've ever shot a little goose without calling. Very rarely. There's a lot of guys that On do. water with big yes. honkers, but yes. not.
1: But it's a lot of loud, fast. But when I say that, precise notes. Like l- real pitchy, real crisp, clear notes. I think kills them more than just your wall of sound in my opinion like I want to be hitting like super clear super powerful notes to get them killed more than just making a huge wall of sound unless I'm running traffic and then then it's
0: all of it mixed in at once see they've always seemed to respond to cadence to me more than the actual sound you're making yeah yeah. Does that sound right But I think you? everybody develops... Now, I haven't a, done that as much as I think everybody you develops had. a cadence yeah. by
1: natural, just learning how to goose call, that they know
0: that's how they put notes together, like, and it ends up just being a We've always call. called it the twiddle-twiddle. Yeah.
1: Right, I don't know yeah. what else you
0: call it. Because it's kind of a clock. Yeah. But it's not a clock. It's no. It's kind of a clock, but it's not.
1: No. It, it's it sound.
0: Is, yeah. It's pretty short. Yeah. It's
1: snappy. It's loud.
0: Yeah. It's fast. But yeah, the cadence seems to be where they get... Stuck on you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's where you notice, like, really, really good goose hunters is they start using, I mean, powerful notes. That's what finishes them. And letting them bounce back and forth. I mean, if you have calling little geese, if they're hugging one side, back off them, let them slide the gun line.
0: Right. I mean, that's a big thing. Okay, So, like, I'm not knocking this, but you see a lot of little goose video on Instagram, right? And you see the wall of sound. Yeah. And there's usually, like, three or four of them doing the Mm -hmm. wall of sound. You can't really pick up a cadence in it. No, it's it's just just sound. Jumbled
1: up mess.
0: Yeah, but generally if you see those little geese finish from somebody. And it's a cadence to it. And it
1: yeah. I would take one to maybe two guys with that really good at calling, really precise notes over four or five guys with a wall of sound. Yeah, see I would yeah. And I don't think a lot of people I mean, they don't blow a stiff enough call. Right. And they, it's too quiet. They don't have the right pitch. The little geese are, they want one certain pitch. That's what gets them killed.
0: They're almost speck-pitched. Yeah. It's very close. Yeah. They're almost speck-pitched with a little growl in it. Yep. Yeah, with just a little buzz. Yeah. It's an odd la- sound. And when you call, hear it, you're like, eh, it doesn't it. really sound like a goose, but it works really well. Yeah. Like, my yeah. call
1: is louder and heavier than every other guy right. I've ever worked with. And, I mean,
0: I've busted an drum with it. Blowing it in my house, i truly bust it in the air. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, see, I think ducks are the same. I think ducks like cadences. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's a really slow... Because, like, the number one thing I finish a duck with is a single squack about two seconds apart. Yep. But it's a cadence. Yep. Even I though mean, it's a really repetitive. spread out cadence. Yes. And it's just over and over and over. And a lot of times I'll do you know, that until it. a gun goes off. Yep. Uh, yeah. Like. The same
1: thing. Or i mean same with a feed you have yes. you're saying
0: yes <flatter sound Pharaoh> <INTERVIEWER> but it's got to kind of be a cadence on it it's not just making sound no, there's a difference no, in you, that.
1: you have to have a purpose in yeah
0: calling ducks and geese i mean you have to have something that you're working towards i mean working and working with you can't now honkers i like the clucks to have a cadence when you're finishing them because like 90 percent of the time i finish a honker with a cluck. Mm-hmm. but i like the clucks to speed up in cadence as yeah, they get closer, get closer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, if you listen to geese, if they have other geese landing, they're picking up the pitch,
0: they're picking like, up this volume. Like, if a new yeah. guy said anything, like, what do I learn? I would just, a clock and a cadence on a clock.
1: And when a lot of people say back off as they get closer, I think that's the exact opposite. See, I don't... I, I, I'm not a big on that. That's when you lose interest to birds.
0: Yeah, see, honkers. I think if they're coming to a clock, they've got to finish to a mm-hmm. clock. That's just, that's just what it is and, on them. That.
1: And that's what calling find something that they're working
0: with yeah. and they like, and
1: keep doing it i mean that's one thing i learned from trey crawford you'll find different pockets birds that will like one thing oh i definitely agree with that it. and but and when i say a pocket of bird i'm meaning
0: like flock to flock right it sometimes okay let's see what you see what you think about this one uh darn i just lost my thought oh give me a second <laughs> yeah um okay so when birds see your decoy spreads so let's say honkers not little geese so you got geese are flying by and they see your decoy spread if they don't make any sound at you, and the wings are locked up, what's your go to?
1: If they're not making a sound, big honkers, I'm gonna let them come
0: because Me I think too. as soon as you hit one, I, I
1: you're putting a target on yourself. So I way.
0: assume if their wings are locked up, they believe my decoys are yeah. real. Yeah. And I don't know if I can do any more than that. Yeah. At that don't, point time, don't give them a reason. Yeah. To not come in. Oh okay. I think you screw it up. So, do you make sound at that? when they go by, after they're past you, if they, ha- if they didn't come in, if they uh, locked up. and so my, yeah,
1: By nature, yeah. I okay. mean, a lot of times you probably shouldn't. I, but I think agree. Subconsciously, I have but, to tell myself that well, if they didn't decoy, I have to blow my
0: people So off. I always get stuck on this one a little bit. Like, okay, so the honker locked up on me, and now it's seen my spread, so it believes it I'm real, and it didn't see us, it didn't bump, it just coasted, and it's going to spin again. If I don't make any sound i almost can't make any sound now yeah. right because we can't spin three times and then need sound to finish
1: i but i think that's when you can start it off slow and build it up build it i mean start a clock cluck, cluck, cluck. yeah i mean and build it up so as it goes right. around but there's uh, you have to know when you, birds are just swinging you or when they're sliding you.
0: yes that's the so big that's thing. the trick here. so like i always let that goose go by and whatever point I think he's far enough, like I think guys call it geese way too soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a goose give enough room. needs a lot of room. Yeah. So it's wherever, ducks.
1: Ducks the same as, let them yes, get
0: they've got to be far enough out they can maneuver to come mm-hmm. in. If you yes. turn them when they're too turn tight, too they gotta go again.
1: Exactly. That's the biggest mistake. Yes, they gotta go I lo- again. I love when people make
0: that mistake. Uh, so I like to let that honker go as far away as I think he can get and have enough room to turn before I make a noise at him. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to hit him early enough to where he's Eesh. not going to lose interest yes. and veer the other way. Yeah. So now, if the honkers are coming at you and they don't care about your spread, yeah, then I call it Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because you have nothing to lose. Therefore. Yeah, because then there's nothing. Um, but
1: a lot of times, I mean, if they're going to come at you, there's a reason they came.
0: Right. right. There. There's, there's interest there. Now, now, ducks, I treat different.
1: Yeah. I up a call about every time on ducks. I feel
0: like. So I'm a little different than that. All if the thing. duck is locked up on me, I like yeah. the will to. I like the duck to spin me three times on its own. If I can get oh, him wow. to spin me three times on his own, two, three is preferable. If you get four or five spins, something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, but if he can, if he spins me three times and they get lower each time, okay. Then I yeah. know as soon as he's at the right corner. That's we're probably gonna finish when I hit him with a call, but you're probably also looking at the butt of the duck. I
1: mean, if that butt's down, he's yes. in, He's looking at you. Oh, yeah, he's, he's looking. A, I mean, at that point, there's no reason. As soon as it flattens yes. out, that butt flattens out. Now you need yeah. to probably start. I've never given them three pads. I guess oh, no. I, I don't have the Like duck, I said, dude. my
0: favorite is three spins on their own. I if I get three spins on their own, they're dead as can be. Okay, like, I, I, know I know when I, I blow that. a duck call on the third spin. Now, it's got to be at the appropriate time. I but know, I know that duck is going to finish. I'd be interested in trying. To
1: yeah. Like, but, so what are you, when you, say you've been calling. Dad, I got you something. What'd you give me? Oh, thank you, buddy. Welcome. So, say
0: you've been calling at them, and they've spun you two, three times. Or do you start changing stuff up? So, so if I've been calling them, and they've spun me two or three times. So, I typically will get more on.
1: I don't know how you view setting decoy spreads, but I, I mean, I would be probably considered by a lot of other guides as a lazy guy. I want to set as many, as few decoys as possible to achieve what I want done. So, like, and, Cause I don't, I don't ever go into a field with a set plan. Oh, we're running 25 dozen decoys today. I, I don't do that. I want, I go in and if, say, I start setting my spread and I only have six dozen decoys out there, but it looks identical to
0: what I had envisioned. I'm good with it. So, so this is a good. One. So I had a buddy down this year, and he filmed a Shields commercial. Okay. And I don't know. The first day we shot fifty or sixty birds, and he looked at me and said, "That is the most birds I've ever shot over the least amount of decoys."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, it's just what needed to be out." Yeah. Right. And there was a, I mean, there wasn't three dozen out there. Was probably I don't know, we probably had six or eight dozen decoys a yeah. day. Uh, but you really didn't have any place to build a bigger spread the way exactly. the pond was sitting. It's kind of what you had.
1: The terrain yeah. is the most important. It is how I build my
0: spreads. Use the use the terrain. Use the, what the field gives you. Yeah, it's like if I'm sitting on a pond, it kind of says, yeah, this is kind of how many you can have. And then I'll kind of look at that and go, well, I don't know if more decoys helps today, yeah. right? Because you get kind of like a point. You're like, eh, I don't know if more it's really. hurt." Yeah. If you have that many more statues out there. Well, and, and you, you kind of look at it, you're like, well, where could I build off of this anyway? To not push the ducks farther away. Yeah. So, they kind of become... So, like, I would say, like, if I'm just setting up for ducks, I usually take three dozen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Because, like, I kind of feel like if I can't... If they're already here and I can't kill them with three dozen, yeah. you're probably not going to kill them with yeah. six or seven or... I don't know if it really matters that.
1: I typically carry with me anywhere from a dozen to... Seven, eight dozen, and very rarely the seven doesn't ever go out. Yeah,
0: that's. But it's
1: I go with what the terrain is and what I think visually I can accomplish and do exactly what I wanted to. Like I mean, I hunted lessers more with less than ten dozen decoys this year than I did with more than ten dozen. Mm. Honestly, that's Just, different. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's started to become the nature of the beast. Everybody's got a hundred dozen decoys, right? I'm going to go the opposite See, way.
0: See, my soft spread is more for field ducks than it is for geese. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred dozen on field ducks is pretty amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, Mallards just yeah. eat that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, like when I'm doing honkers, man, three dozen honkers to me is a lot of decoys. Yep. Yeah. Which I would say probably the average is six or eight dozen. Yeah. But I don't know if that really does much for you.
1: No. I'm... Um- I'm anti putting decoys where they don't like. Don't just walk out there and put decoys out because you have extra in the trailer. No, no, I'm no. And I, I see guides I work with. I mean, oh, we've got twelve more stakes in the buck. You want to put them? Well, where are you going to put them? Well, I, I'm not real sure.
0: Yeah, see, and I'm the same I, way. Like about, when I, I set, don't pick it up later. Anyway. Yeah, like, when I set three dozen full bodies, they all have a purpose. Yeah, yeah. Now I am an oddity. I don't like, I don't like feeders, for honkers.
1: No, I can't see them.
0: I don't right. think they can see them. That's why I don't use it. So, I hunt over three dozen uprights. I, I would rather have... There's some of them are just actives, yes. right? I just don't want the head down no, eating. I don't think it no, matters.
1: No. Head positions is the biggest gimmick in the yeah.
0: voice. I just... I like the big silhouette of yeah. the head. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's why... I, there's every once in a while that it tells me to go back to a Bigfoot. Because, right. like I said earlier in the podcast, sight is what gets them killed. Yeah. Now, Do I am... Them for them to be able to
0: see you. I am a lover of flocked... Yeah. Uh, full body geese. Yeah, I think cool. they're better. Yeah. yeah, I think they just are better. Now, now I, I did, did hunt over flock ducks this year, which that'd be fun. Uh, when Bill told me he's like, "No, you should really get the flock ducks." I'm like, "Eh, it's all water. Water's shiny. I've never been a big lover of flocking on water, but I say what on cloudy days they're amazing. It made a difference. Yes, on cloudy I, days they look so much better than paint. Man, but you on sunny you
1: over days,
0: Gabe Smiths at all? I Yeah, we're. What was your opinion? I would take non-production. I would take production flock decoys over painted Dave Smith. Okay. Yeah. Because I've got buddies
1: up in Minnesota that they
0: say- I've hunted over a long time. They hold
1: geese in the spread better. They don't jump on you. After you start landing 5, 10, 15, 20, they get more comfortable
0: in If you would have asked me that 10 or 15 years ago, I would have said it's night and day. But, man, decoys are all pretty amazing now. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean they're really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think they've kind of caught up with him some. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying anything bad about it. They're amazing. No, they're. they're I, I still think
1: they're the best decoy. In May. Oh
0: well, they set the bar. Yeah. For what all decoys look like, yeah. so they're amazing. And about I, that, I've right? heard
1: a lot on their snows. I want. I'm going to probably end up buying their snows because they've. got They a look different like color. they've
0: got a different color. They do that's pretty cool. They've
1: got more of that yellowish yes. color than that bright white.
0: I agree with that. But no, I think flocking is more important than the amazing paint, yeah. personally. Yeah. But, again, can't prove that. No. You can't, I, I agree with that. I can't really say anything other than I think the light shines off of them better. Do you prefer a lighter decoy or a darker? I'd rather have, to I'll be like honest. Darker. I know, see, I go back and forth on that because when you're in the dirt, they, they hide so much worse. So they're I'm just harder to see, a right?
1: A lot of I felt like in Saskatchewan this year, hunting honkers. Now, if I was up we there were, in that
0: gold grass, it, I would want we darker. We noticed a big difference. Yeah, I and would in want darker.
1: days, we would run a ladder decoy. Yeah, ladder decoy. but
0: see, like, when I'm around here and I'm in a no-tail field, the dirt's pretty dark. They get yeah. pretty. They kind of, they're hard to see. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, preference, I've got three dozen all uprights. I don't have a feeder in a bunch. Blame I don't have a feeder unless I get out silhouettes, which is super rare. The only time time I add silhouettes to a mix on a full body spread, ponds, I'll use them.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's more, I don't think the geese care. No. I don't think they hurt the goose hunt. I don't think they help the goose hunt. I think the ducks come in because you can set a bag so quick and you just got a bunch of bodies out. But I will use silhouettes on a dry feed for geese to make the spread bigger. Mm -hmm. If I think they need to see my spread and I need to sit somewhere where they can't see. Where I'm at. So I've got I've got a field that I hunt, and it's got a road that goes up to it, right? The access road. And I'll see if I can describe this, especially for everybody that's not viewing. So so the field sits like this, and the road comes up in the middle of the field, right? And then there's another field, and the two fields connect. Little little strip of grass. Well, the geese hang out in the corner of the field, but it's treed. But they come into that side because they can they've got a straight path to land to that other field, right? It's got one little couple hedge trees I hide in. I hunt it all the time. But the geese hang out across the road from me. They don't necessarily fly over the top of this field. Well, you can't set the spread and let them see it at the same time. So I will string silhouettes out and down the road mm-hmm. so I can pull them yeah. from... Because a lot of times that's what will happen is they'll see me from a cry and they'll fly up that road and then do their thing into that field. Yeah. With something
1: just like that. I remember we were hunting down south, and I had a, there was a big, it was whites and darks, and they were kind of cut in the corner of my field, going over my corner, over the corner. But the line they were on was horrible for the hide. Mm-hmm. I set a big snow rig all the way down in the bottom of the field yep. where they had to come over, and they saw it and by the time they saw it they saw me and see that's
0: basically what I use those silhouettes for yeah. yeah and they're not really by me to where they have to oh, finish in them this this was 800 yards away from yeah me. but that's, and it was nowhere near me so i love the silos for that cuz they're easy to put out yeah. i can just stop and grab them when i drive the foiler out and then yeah, yeah and they're not going to land in them. no yeah so all right tc well thank you sir absolutely so we'll it. get this Thanks edited out and i'll let you know when it goes up yes but, sir All right. All right, everyone. See you later.